Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. So today I'm going to be sharing with you um, something that I believe is going to really give you a lot of uh, revelation and freedom from temptation. Um, and, and this was really inspired by a, um, a life coaching call that I had. So as you all know, I'm a certified Christian life coach. And so not only do I have a program where I mentor and lead and guide and consult and all of those things for weight loss based upon my own experience with God, but I also have a Christian life coaching practice. And that's where I help women, um, well, and actually men now too, <laughs> Um, I didn't know I was going to be helping men, but I've, I've helped a few. Anyhow, um, and so women hire me for life coaching. They have areas where they need coaching that's not weight loss specifically. But it seems inevitable <laughs> that weight loss always kind of comes up. And maybe that's just the nature of um, women, right? Like, I can relate to that. I hope you can relate to that too. But it always seems that for us as women, especially as we reach a certain age, that we struggle with our weight. And so though my coaching with this particular client for the last year has been, oh my goodness, so powerful and full of so many breakthroughs, I'm just, I'm so proud of my clients. I mean, when they just have such a heart for God and they trust in him to help them to get unstuck and free in areas where they had been, had been trusting, um, circumstances or had been trusting vices or, you know, whatever it is, or, you know, I mean, I'm just so thankful that God has positioned me to be a Christian life coach where I can help women to get their marriages back on track or to release, to see their role in releasing the grip that alcohol has on them, right? I mean, those are, those are blessings. Like when God positions me, to just be blessed by their transformation. I don't take any ownership or credit for having done the work because I fully just believe that God's the one doing the work in them. And he's just using me as the vehicle, the Christian life coach to help them uncover their blind spots, to discover their blind spots, to see what's written on their heart. Anyhow, I say all that to tell you that today I want to talk to you about the enticement that is going on in your life, the way that you are being enticed by the tempter and therefore how that is defeating you in weight loss. And yeah, this came from me coaching a regular client, right? A non-life coaching, or I mean a non-weight loss coaching, just life coaching client. But it eventually came our last call because she only had a one-year um, contract with me. Our last call all came down to, you know, temptation and how to resist temptation in God's power. And that call while it was profoundly amazing, it turned into a second hour call because, and I don't normally ever do that, but in this case, I could see that she needed to learn about temptation based upon the word of God, um, because not every believer is in the word of God daily. And as it relates to temptation, this is an area where God has equipped me. And what I taught her that I'm going to be teaching you today is about what is going on and 
in the spiritual places and therefore what you need to know so that you can become equipped to resist temptation and how to do that in God's power. So let's just dive into this. Let's start talking about resisting it in God's power and how when you notice temptation coming into the room, I always like to say when temptation walks in, right? (laughs) Um, I want you to see that it's more than just, oh, there's French fries. I smell French fries and I don't want to eat French fries. Oh, I feel weak. You know, that's how we go from being spiritually strong to trusting that we are physically weak and giving into the trust and making it, you know, this cute thing, right? I mean, after all, it's just French fries. It's not, you know, like cocaine. (laughs) I mean, we're just talking French fries. The point is this. You have got to see temptation for what it is. Temptation is a test. And any moment that you are, that you have company and you are being tested, that test, the outcome, what you decide to do in the face of that temptation, you, you know what you should do, but what you decide to do proves your faithfulness, right? If you know you shouldn't be eating a certain way because it's taking your health, because it's compromising your um, identity, because it's giving you a false sense of reality of how you cope with life, because God has told you, I need you to stop drinking alcohol because you're not only destroying your body, but you're teaching your children. I mean, there's a whole host of reasons why God might have brought you to him, to himself on your weight loss journey. But one of the biggest things I've noticed is that when you are faced with temptation, You need to resist it in God's power. And the reason for that is because it is a test that proves your faithfulness. I mean, get this. In any given moment, if you decide to do what you want instead of what you know you should do, that's you trusting in the temptation in your power. And then that test, that outcome just proves your faithfulness to your ways. Your faithfulness to do what you want to do in your old sin nature. That is the very thing that very likely got you here. So your desires cannot be given that much credibility. You've got to even recognize that when you start to desire what you know you shouldn't do in this season of your life, that you have just stepped into a test right? Faithfulness to your own ways over God's ways. What am I going to do? Am I going to be faithful to what I know I should do or faithful to what I want to do? And when you feel tempted, the first thing you need to know is that you have company. I mean, the Bible calls him the tempter. And the other thing I want you to think of is how do I, is when you see temptation, Or anywhere you can say, I feel tempted, because then that's when you have temptation. Replace temptation with test. I have a test. Because that's what you are in. You're in a trial. You are in a test. And instead of saying, I feel tempted, say, I feel tested. How does that change things for you? Because in that moment, I believe when you say, I feel tested, I feel like I'm in a test. I feel like I'm, you know, instead of saying, I feel tempted to just eat the French fries. In that moment, you can divide between what you know you should do and what you want. This is a test. Will I do what I know I should do or what I want to do? Think about that. 
It's, it's where you are saying, I will be faithful either to God doing what I know I should do, or I will be faithful to my flesh doing just what I want. So think about that. I'm going to take a quick commercial break and get my um, coconut milk extra hot latte, <laughs> and I'll be right back. Hey you, at the time of recording this podcast, which is August of 2023, I want you to know that I am currently accepting new Christian life coaching clients. This is the kind of thing that would help you if you feel stuck in any area. If there's an area in your life that you're wanting to achieve success and you repeatedly fail to achieve that success on your own, this is where somebody can benefit from having a Christian life coach. I have now successfully helped so many women outside of the area of weight loss to achieve their goals, to restore their marriages, to step into the new successful level of their career where they pre previously felt stuck or unable to move past a certain point in their lives. If you are interested, you need to run to my website. You need to send me an email, Sherry Capilla at, or I'm sorry, coachcapilla at gmail.com. You need to send me an email and let me know that you would like an application for you and I to get on a 30-minute consult call to see if it feels like a fit. When women work with me to get unstuck and out of their own area, out of their own way in any area of their lives, transformation happens. Success happens. There's a very good possibility that there's an area of your life right now where you do not need a counselor. You do not need a therapist. You do not need to be medicated. You do not need to maybe lose weight. Maybe you're stuck somewhere else. That's where a Christian life coach can help. And I'm very prayerful that that might be me. But you have to reach out. I know at the time that I'm recording this, this will fill up. This is my most popular thing, the way that so many women who really want to commit and see transformation, the way that they hire me most immediately. So if you're interested, sherrycapilla.com. Send me an email, coachcapilla at gmail.com. Thank you so much and back to the show. Hey, you. Welcome back. All right. So in James 1, James talks about how blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. I need you to see that every single difficult temptation, every difficult circumstance that enters your mind as a believer, enters your life, your reality as a believer, that circumstance can either strengthen you or weaken you. It all comes down to whether you are going to obey God's ways and remain confident in His ways, or you're going to obey your way and be confident in your choices in your way. Because when you are obedient to God, doing what you know you should do, seeking his grace, his supernatural ability to help you do what you can't do on your own. That's how you actually remain confident in his, in his care and how you, you know, stop allowing evil to solicit you to choose its offering instead right? Like we don't even realize how we give the enemy so much opportunity by allowing him to perpetually fool us in the same way over and, or, and over. So every time temptation comes in, you recognize for what it is, which is a test. You can obey God and do things his way and remain confident in his care, or you can become a solicitation for evil, 
And you do that by being a believer who chooses instead to doubt God and disobey his word. I mean, it really has to be said that bluntly in love in order for you to recognize that your weight loss journey is so much more profoundly spiritual than you might be giving it credit for. I hope that makes sense. It's so much more spiritual. In fact, you serve a spiritual God who simply cannot be around. He can't be around the sin. He can't be around your pride. He can't help you when you keep helping yourself. I mean, God is holy. Think about this. If God is holy, that means he has no capacity even for evil. Or like he has no capacity for evil and he has no desire for it, no vulnerability to it. So what could be different in your life if you had no capacity for evil? Think about that. Sherry, what is evil? I like to call it evil, Sam. It's anything meant to bring you in the future. You won't see it in the moment, but it's the result of a choice that you make that in the future will bring you sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune. And it loves, the enemy loves for you to be ensnared in evil through enticement. So what enticements do you often trust that often lead you to living with results that bring you sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune, or that make you that make you sad, or makes you feel anxious, or leads you to struggling in the future, or having frustration because you keep doing what you want to stop doing. That's how the enemy lures you in and keeps you stuck in bondage in his lair. You've got to recognize what is sin. It's not enough to just know what is sin. It is enough to recognize that you serve a holy God and that by partaking in willful sin, you are making it difficult for him to be near you. Get that. Sin in your life will, it's always going to appear enticing to you. So start noticing when and where you feel enticed because here's the thing about enticement. It is so subtle. Enticement is how, how, how the enemy, how Satan, how he, how he penetrates your soul, how he penetrates your, you with wrong thoughts that, I should say thoughts that are wrong, but they only seem a little bit wrong or a little bit bad. And it like starts to give way. Like you start to, you know, see that enticement as it's only a little bit wrong and it gives way to what can be reasoned or justified, or it might seem a little bit logical. The way that I like to describe this, and this is how this just came out in this last coaching call. And that's kind of the impetus behind this entire conversation. I want to give you a real life example of how enticement is sneaky. I'll do that on the other side of this really quick commercial break guess what? I'm totally having a flash sale. I'm so excited to share this with you. This was completely at the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm offering it to just my podcast listeners only. I'm not even putting this up on social media. This is just you receiving this as a podcast listener. If you are interested in doing the comeback, it's four weeks, you and I working intimately together via, um, it basically comes to you through email. It's all like divinely inspired from the word of God, complete and total supernatural revelation of God's word and applying it to you in weight loss. And I'm teaching you how to renew your mind in only four weeks. If you've been thinking about it, 
Now is your opportunity. You have to send me an email, coachcapella at gmail.com, and tell me that you are interested in the $97 flash sale for the comeback, and I will send you a private link. When I send you that private link, you will only have 24 hours to use it because each of these links, I mean, they're just available right then. I have to put a start date and an end date whenever I put a flash sale together based on the system that I use. So if you're interested in the comeback, if you are interested in coming back to God and coming back to who you are and restoring your health and restoring your mind and being transformed and renewed from the inside out, the comeback is the way. It is your complete and total weight loss setup. I always encourage women, if you're considering joining me in the Seekers Method, do the comeback, then do the Seekers Method. All right, now back to the show. Okay, so what I was sharing with this client is, you know, the enemy likes to entice us just like he did to Eve, just like he did to Jesus, right? Where for Eve, he enticed us by helping her to see with Eve, he enticed her by helping her to see only how God's word really was, but then to really kind of question it. And so at that point, she felt enticed to question what she, what she knew, right? She knew from God that she was to do, but she reasoned and justified the enticement in her flesh. Jesus overcame the enemy's invitation to give in to evil's way. Eve succumbed to it, right? She absolutely succumbed to it. And so how this happens for you in your life, and this is what came of my um, my life coaching, our, our very last call. Oh my goodness, was that emotional. It was so hard. It's so hard to say goodbye to clients. In fact, I even talked to God about it in the bathroom this morning. This just me sidestepping real quick. I talked to him about how hard it is to say goodbye to certain clients. And he said to me, <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. He's, he said, I don't want you to be sad about saying goodbye to her. I want you to be proud of how you had a part in her being set free and her being her stepping out of mediocrity, of her getting unstuck in the ways that she was stuck, of having a part of helping her marriage to be restored, of having a part in allowing me to soften her heart and to minister to her in a way that she knew it was from God so that she could believe that she could stop over drinking and that she could actually even quit her job of 26 years and go to another company. It's so hard for me to say goodbye, but in that instance, just talking to God about it, he helped me to see, don't be sad about goodbye because your goodbye means that you've equipped her and she's able to go and do what I sent you to do. That's just amazing. I'm off track. I don't even know what it is. Okay. Yes. So this is what we talked about in our last call. And she's given me permission to talk about this, but I would never reveal her name. So if she's listening right now and you know who you are, I'm so proud of you. Anyhow. <laughs> okay, I digress. <laughs> okay, so this is how enticement ensnares us on our weight loss journey in a real life scenario. You are, it's Monday and you just got back from vacation. All last week, you ate all the things, you drank all the things, right? And you come back. And you guys, you guys got back Saturday night. You had all day Sunday that you could have gone grocery shopping and you could have meal prepped, but instead, you know, you were, you were just 
frustrated because you saw how much laundry you had to do now. You were frustrated because it you were just frustrated and you didn't do any of the things you should have done. You were exhausted, jet lagged, all of it. So it's Monday morning and you're driving to work and you're thinking about how you're not ready for the week. The way that you know in order to maintain your weight loss, the things that you've learned in the Seekers Method, I teach you about planning and prepping and when and how and all of that stuff and how to get out of your own way physically so that you can be led spiritually, blah, blah, blah. And it's Monday and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't do any of that. And you start to believe that this week is shot, that you're not going to be, you're not going to have a good week. You're probably going to gain even more weight than you probably gained on vacation. And so you're on your way home now and you're driving home and you skipped lunch because you're punishing yourself. You don't even want to eat. You're thinking that you're just going to dive right into fasting and you're driving home and you're thinking, what what am I even going to make everybody for dinner tonight? I don't even have the energy of all that laundry, blah, blah. You decide to drive through Chick-fil-A and you're in line in the drive-thru thinking, I'm going to make it, I'll make a good choice. I can make it, I'll totally make a good choice. You order and you get a salad with the fried chicken. You get the whatever chicken and you get a low fat dressing and you take, you pick a diet beverage. And you say to yourself, this is better than if I got a full chicken, fried chicken sandwich and potato wafers or whatever with the, with the dipping sauce and a full regular Coke. You start to really lean into justifying it and l- trusting that it's a better choice. It's not a complete fail. It's a better choice. You feel enticed to reason and justify and put logic to this choice because it's not as bad as your other choice that you could have made that you didn't make. When the reality is, is you don't even see how evil is playing a hand, how you have been enticed to take the bait of Satan and to do not to do what's not completely right in exchange for what's a little bit right but not completely wrong. Does that make sense? There's a little bit of logic and reasoning to it, despite knowing that you shouldn't do it. And what is it going to do? And how do you know it's evil? Is that going to bring you sorrow later? Is that going to bring you anxiety later because you get frustrated with yourself? Is it going to bring you misfortune because now the scale really is going the other way? Now you really are feeling all of these aches and and pains in your joints. Like it's going to have a negative consequence in your future. You've got to know this. I know for those of you who are in the seekers method, you hear this all the time. You have the freedom to make the choice. You don't have the freedom to choose the consequence. You make the choice, you choose the consequence with it. But you can make a better choice. That is why in the seekers method, I teach you how to yoke with Jesus. I teach you how to come overcome enticement, how to recognize temptation. I teach you things on this podcast where I show you, don't just see it as temptation and not such a bad choice. See it instead for what it is. It's a test and behind that test is evil. You will either do what will bring you, you know, misfortune in the future, or you will do what is uncomfortable and doesn't taste as good now, which will bring you fortune in the future. And you know what I mean? It's going to get 
you out of vacation mode a lot faster. If you order the grilled chicken salad and you have it with salt and a side of lemon and you squeeze it on there and you just suck it up buttercup, start making better choices now. What you need to know is enticement is evil's bait. Get that. Enticement is evil's bait. Sherry, how do you know that? Because I looked up enticement in the Bible. Enticement is a fishing term, which means to capture or to catch with bait. It is parallel to being drawn away. You have to get a revelation of what I'm saying to you. You've got to acknowledge what is sin in your life because it's taking what God gave you, which is your health, which is a responsibility to be, you know, to, to stop conforming to your old patterns, especially if those old patterns are taking your health. You've got to recognize what sin is and just come, you know, be repentant if you want to change. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying if you sin, God can't be near you and you're going to go to hell and you're going to lose your salvation. You know that's not what I'm saying. I want to help you to live in the fullness of your Christian freedom right now. But your Christian freedom right now means you have the ability to have access to God's grace through your faith to appropriate your faith right now. You have the ability to change your life. You have the Christian freedom, but that Christian freedom means you have what you need to be obedient. You just have to stop believing that you don't and that you can't. So your food sin is not going to lead to you experiencing spiritual death. That is not, don't misunderstand me. I am saying, however, that you perpetually allowing willful sin, things that you know you shouldn't be doing, it is contributing to a loss of your health, isn't it? And as a result, when you lose your health, that is slowly going to put you on a faster trajectory to a physical departure of this planet, possibly keeping you from what you should have done in this world, going to keep you from confidence, going to going to, it's going to perpetuate obesity in your family because you're teaching it to your children. The enemy's agenda is death. I mean, he's called the tempter and we are told that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You have got to start watching for the tempter the tempter, watching for temptation, seeing temptation as a test. Will you pass the test and do what you should? by seeking God in his strength? Or will you fail the test by perpetuating your ways and doing what you want and taking the bait by believing the enticement and stepping right into being faithful to the ways that you previously conformed to the wrong patterns that you want to be breaking free from? You want to stop doing the things you know you shouldn't do. But you can't. And the reason you can't is because you're walking in your flesh. And the enemy knows where you are weak. You are weak in your flesh. Jesus told you this. Your flesh is weak, but what is willing? Your spirit. That's why in the Seeker's Method, I show you how to walk in the spirit. 
perpetually. That's why it lasts for 104 days, right? That's why women who come into the Seekers Method, they stay because they see, wow, Sherry Capilou was right. I didn't have a weight loss problem. I have an obedience problem. I have a thinking problem. I can't stop conforming to the patterns of this world. I can't stop giving in to the lust of my flesh. I can't stop trusting in the, the enticements of the tempter. So even as you think about this forthcoming week, where do you already know that you could be enticed this week? And what do you need? What do you know? What hard thing do you know you need to do in order to overcome that enticement? What uncomfortable things must you do not to be enticed and so that you can therefore become victorious, right? I like to tell my clients all the time, if you want to succeed and enter into your weight loss promised land, it's on the other side of you recognize that you must walk on the narrow path. And the way that you are going to win this war, this battle of the bulge, if you will, is by realizing that every day that you are obedient, every week, every month that you are obedient, you start stacking your wins and you keep winning each battle after battle after battle until you step into your weight loss promise land realizing that you won the war and that through that journey, you were actually made strong enough to be able to stay in your weight loss promise land. Hey, really quick commercial break to remind you that at any time you can subscribe to Christian Weight Loss Radio. It's where you have an opportunity to have an inspirational Christian life coach for weight loss in your ear every single day, helping you to renew your mind to the word of God and to apply it to your life even in weight loss. If you're interested, go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, and somewhere you'll see something pop up about subscribing to Christian Weight Loss Radio. So many women who have already done that so many women not only have done that, but keep reaching out to me and telling me how much it's changing their lives. It's helping them to correct their mindset, to set their minds on the right thing every day. And how a lot of times what I share in there is the exact word that they believe God needed them to hear so they could overcome whatever it was that was overcoming them. If you're interested, sherrycapilla.com, Christian Weight Loss Radio. All right, back to the show. So I have a question. Do you ever find on your weight loss journey, because you keep quitting and you keep cheating and you keep giving in to temptation and you see how you keep trusting in these enticements, that you lose your joy or that even you start losing faith that God's going to help you? What you need to know, and I learned this as I went through the Seekers Method the first time with God and then, you know, for the last five and a half years now, like I see it and it's amazing. And I want this for you because a believer who perseveres in her faith, who endures trials, lives in, endures tri trials, lives in joy. But that's, that's the key right there. You've got to endure those trials. And as you do, you start to crave being made stronger, and it gives way to joy. I remember being joyless when I couldn't lose weight and I couldn't get out of my own way. And it's because I had faith in myself. I put faith in a diet, right? And I had the fruit of that, which was joyless. <laughs> 
I mean, I didn't have a Christian life coach for weight loss pouring scripture into my ear in the way that you hear me doing. So you need to know that when you start seeking God, instead of just losing weight, and you start putting your faith in God and seeking his grace, instead of putting your faith in a diet, he's going to help you to endure the trials in your life. Because your weight loss problem isn't just because of food temptation. It's also because you've connected and learned the habit of eating emotionally, going to other things to be your comforter, instead of trusting that God indwells you and has sent the Holy Spirit to be your comforter. He is going to strengthen you to endure all of the trials and to live in joy on your weight loss journey. And to endure means that you must endure. To overcome, you must remain and expect suffering on your weight loss journey. Nobody ever told me that. And that's why I kept failing. Because anytime it was hard and uncomfortable and I suffered a little bit, I ran. I didn't have the strength to endure. I only had the weakness to give in. So realize this. Temptation is derailing you. You keep allowing dark spiritual enticements to defeat you physically. You have got, you must have enduring faith. And this means going through the trials that are completely uncomfortable and coming out of them stronger. Because when you go through those uncomfortable trials, remember, swap temptation for trial. When you go through those uncomfortable trials where you can feel yourself being angry and having an adult temper tantrum as you say no to the wrong foods or alcohol or habits or whatever it is, you've got to see that on the other side, you're going to come out stronger. You're going to be refined. You're going to be positioned. You're going to be equipped. Because God needs you to be made stronger for the journey ahead. Right? You've got to see that. You've got to see temptation for what it really is. Temptation, all it does is promise you something good, which is actually harmful. I mean, think about the last time you cheated. You were tempted and you thought something seemed good and it actually was even harmful, right? Do you agree? And so this refers to lust. The sh- what That's the strong desire. Lust is that strong desire of your human soul to like enjoy or to acquire something to fulfill the lust of your flesh. And you know, as as humans, we have that fallen nature. We have our sinful nature that has a propensity to strongly just desire whatever sin will satisfy us. That's our lustful nature. And it's different for everybody because, and here's the other part about our sin nature. We learn things and that's how we conform to those wrong patterns because we either inherit, inherit certain tendencies, or we are a product of our environment. We um, learn things through our upbringing, or we just are so excited and we see everything as our will, our personal choices. So you've got to see when enticement walks in the room and how much it's setting you up 
to take the bait of Satan. And what you need to know is that temptation, how do I want to say this? Temptation is just going to lead to a life where you have the fruit of sin in your life by way of how it's stolen your health and it has deadly results. And it's not going to, you're not going to lose your salvation. I mean, anything I ever teach you about is not salvation issues, but it is keeping you from the fullness of this amazing Christian life that you could be living right now. So I encourage you, start, start living more completely spiritually than you've been living physically. Get rid of your spiritual blind spots. If you are ready for lasting transformation, you need to go to my website. If you're considering hiring me as a Christian life coach for other areas, and we can fold in life coaching for weight loss as well, or you can get in the seekers method. You can be just at the basic level where you just have the seekers method and get community support, or you can be at the group coaching level where you also get our bi-weekly thinner circle accountability calls and the private chat and all of, you know, the amazing things. And you have the op opportunity or possibility of hopping on like an SOS call with me. I let my thinner circle women have SOS calls with me all the time where they get off track and they've trusted enticement or get into proximity coaching. Ladies, I have made this so profoundly financially available to you. Not because, uh, just because God has told me to, right? I have learned that God has put me here for you. I've hired so many coaches for so, my dog's sleeping and barking, so many thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars where those coaches told me, Sherry, create programs and let them just be a means of income and you will become independently wealthy. And I heard in my spirit, yeah, but that's not what I called you to do. I've called you to lead these women to their freedom. And if you believe that you need to be shown how to live your Christian life and to be led to your freedom so that you can stop taking the bait of Satan where you trust in enticements, so that you can have your health restored, so that you can renew your mind as you stop conforming to your old patterns, so that you can step into the fullness of your identity in Christ and live free from the power of sin, so that you can live that life where God's nearness is so profound and consistent. If you are ready, then it's time to make the commitment. Get in the Seeker's Method. We're going to be starting on September the 4th of 2023, and then it will not be opening until 2024. And there is going to come a time where I'm probably not going to be doing it anymore. I mean, it just, you know, I, I can already see an area where God is trying to tell me that he wants to expand me to become a coach for a whole different industry. And it's so new that I've not even, I've not shared it with anybody it's so new, but for right now, he has me here coaching women in the seekers method, helping them. Sorry, I had to go take care of the dog. I'm back, <laughs> but he has me here now coaching, leading, guiding, mentoring, demonstrating 
how to walk out your Christian life so you can get stuck out of mediocrity, stop conforming to old patterns, to renew your mind, and to live in the spiritual fullness that is available to you right now. So if you are interested in living in that life where we, where we come together and reveal the blind spots and get rid of the enticements and you become stronger for all of the tests and you start walking in the fullness of your power and authority as a believer in this physical area of weight loss, I strongly encourage you to act quickly and to get in the seeker's method to inquire about proximity, to maybe ask me for an application for Christian life coaching or, you know, getting Christian weight loss radio, whatever you can. The clock is ticking. Think about where you could be a year from now if you will just get out of your comfort zone and allow God to show you what's possible when you become a believing believer who just believes and then does the next right thing, even in weight loss.